Hey, it's Michael, and welcome to another podcast episode. Before I get into today's episode, we wanted to make an offer to you. If you go to firmsconsulting.com, you will see a pop-up or you'll see a place to add in your email address or you can register on the Firms Consulting website. If you register onto that website, you get put into an exclusive list. And what you get in that exclusive list is samples of the content we have available to FC Insiders. So that said, I hope you enjoy today's episode. Today's episode is going to cover a topic that I believe is personally very important. And it's an important theme that I think is going to resonate with everyone, right? So I'm remembering when I was young, when I first joined consulting, I was well-dressed. I've always been a good dresser because dressing is important in an industry where image matters so much. Even if I suppose my dressing had not been great, I'm sure it wouldn't have impacted my career, but my dressing steadily improved and it became an important focal point of my personality and the image I had within the firm. But here's the thing that happens over time. When you are young, you can get away with anything if you are not taking care of your image and your body. If you drink all the time, if you eat chocolate cake every night, if you don't exercise, if you don't sleep well, if you are incredibly stressed, because you are young, your body doesn't show these things. You don't have bloodshot eyes. Your veins don't show on your cheeks. You don't have a slight belly showing up, right? Your shoulders don't slouch too much. And when you are young, your confidence is not a reflection of your lifestyle, typically. Because if your lifestyle is not healthy, it doesn't show through in your physical appearance and demeanor. And therefore, when you stand in front of clients, the fact that you were drinking till one o'clock in the morning the previous night doesn't show through. And I've done that many times. I mean, if you follow the show Partnership and Rebuilding a Consulting Practice, I talk through actual engagements I've been on and the lifestyle I've been on. And you know that, you know, the very first study I did at the firm, I was going out a lot of times at night till one in the morning and coming back. It had no impact. The client didn't notice anything. My colleagues didn't notice anything because I was young. I could handle it. Now, what happens is that as you become older, you can't hide these things. Eventually, your lifestyle catches up with you. So if you've been eating chocolate cake every day or eating a pie every day, you eventually start looking like a pie. And no matter what Brooks Brothers or whatever brand you wear, Prada or the many good brands, whatever brand you wear, no matter how good the photos look on those chiseled models, just because you spend $3,000 on a suit doesn't mean you're able to hide the problems that you've accumulated due to lifestyle issues. So the way you look, the way you live your life actually has a big role in your confidence. Because if you look bad and you feel bad about the way you look, let me tell you something. If you look in a way that you're not proud about, even if you bought the most expensive suit, it's going to improve your confidence to some degree, but it's not going to eliminate the body issues you have. It's going to be there. If you are, let's give some examples of this. You're constantly smoking. This causes your eyes to tear all the time. And for some smokers, the tearing never really goes away. You always have that look as if you're tearing. If you've been smoking for 15 years, it looks like you're constantly blinking in a bright light when you're presenting. Right? It doesn't look good. If you are someone who just feels that they have a very large stomach, 
you know, I think with a lot of us in those situations, when you are young, you could probably pull in your belly, but as you get older, you know, the muscles have not reached the point where they can pull in that truck that you've got parked in your stomach. Now, the point I want to make about this is that the way you live your life is going to eventually determine the way your body presents itself and your image, which determines your confidence, which determines the signal you send to the audience, which determines your ability to lead. I'll repeat it because it's important. The way you live your life determines the way your body is going to look and the image you're going to have, your physical image. That is going to impact your confidence, which impacts the signals you send and ultimately impacts your ability to lead. It's that simple. It's called signaling in economics. I've covered this in a podcast previously for case interviews, one of the most popular podcasts we have on the iTunes channels. I discuss this in a lot of detail, in a lot of detail with many videos in the corporate strategy and transformation study. But the point is that if you don't feel good about yourself, you're going to send off all kinds of weird signals. Now, some of these signals may not seem bad to you. They may not seem unusual to you. But every time you're sending them off, they're being interpreted. Now, the reality is that because this is a this is an evolutionary process, it's like the way the ocean erodes the beach. You don't notice the change immediately. You don't notice a deterioration in your body language. You don't notice a deterioration in your posture. I mean, I, for example, am constantly struggling with my posture. It's an ongoing battle. It's like good versus evil in the Bible. And I'm hoping that good triumphs. So I feel the problems you may have. You may not have a posture problem. You may have a weight problem. You may have your problem with your hair falling off, which if you listen to my episodes in the other shows, you know that's a problem I had previously. Thankfully, it mostly all grew back. But my point is that you're going to have some problem. The fact that you have a problem doesn't mean the battle is lost. The fact that you've identified the problem is actually the starting point of the counterinsurgency campaign. So I would say, think about yourself. What are the things you're not happy about? It doesn't matter if other people say you shouldn't feel bad about it. If you feel bad about it, it's a materially important, significant point you need to pick up on. And you need to work on it. Now, depending on what the issue is, we can come up with any type of solution and action plan. So I'm not going to go into it because it's very issue specific. But I do want to give you a kind of a mini case study, which I discuss in a lot more detail in the videos that are available to Firms Consulting Insiders. So Firms Consulting has several partners, and we do have a female partner. And I want to talk a little bit about that female partner because I think that the way she lives her life is she plays the long game. And when I say the long game, she doesn't do things... Let's assume you have two weeks in front of you. Most people would pack their diary for those two weeks with things that would pay off in a month. Let me repeat that. If most people were planning the next two weeks, they would pack that diary with initiatives and activities that would have an immediate payoff. So, for example, if you've got a big report due in a month, you'd pack those two weeks with everything to deliver that report, even at the expense of doing things that are going to be good for you in the long term. So, most of you know the managing partner of Firms Consulting is Chris Safarova or Chris Safarova, if I want to get the pronunciation correct. And I think this lady is a very good role model for professionals. And I'll give you some examples of these things. So Firms Consulting, we obviously have lunches because, you know, we meet clients and we attend events and we travel in quite a lot. So I've had some lunches with this partner. 
um, dinners as well, because we obviously socialize quite a bit. And one thing I've noticed is that no alcohol is consumed. So no alcohol is consumed. I, on the other hand, do partake, and I know most other people partake. No alcohol is consumed. And the reason being when I've asked is because apparently Chris has read a report or a quote from the founder of Google, I think it is, where he said that, look, alcohol kills brain cells, and I need all my brain cells to compete. So I'm not judging, and she's not judging that anyone else is having alcohol. She just you know, politely mentions it. So no alcohol. Second, if the food is not healthy, or if the food is not prepared correctly, she doesn't order from the restaurant. She'd rather eat a banana or an avocado or something like that. That's the long game. Taking care of yourself to do better in the long term. Now, I know that she's mentioned she exercises a lot. Now, let me tell you something. I have personally tried to exercise. I mean, I always say I'm going to do more exercise. It's like my always on my to-do list, but it never happens. And when you're young, you can tell people, oh, I exercise, and they can't see the difference. But as you get older, when all the partners get together, it's obvious who's exercising and who's not exercising. And it's obvious who not only feels good about themselves and they present, but who gets the attention of the audience, because let's be honest, we all want to look at better-looking people, right? So, again, exercising is something that doesn't give you a payoff in the short term, but as you get older, it has an enormous payoff. An enormous payoff, because you have the right posture, your shoulders are back, your skin feels good, you're able to have the stamina that is required, you can work the long hours that is required. So I'm not saying don't have alcohol. I'm giving you examples of how to play the long game here, right? No alcohol, drinking a lot of water, eating the right food, exercising often, constant development. When Chris first joined Firms Consulting, obviously all partners have to start at a certain point and work their way up. You don't just start in and you are given big things to run. You've got to earn your way in the organization. And she started off doing things in a small way and constantly developed herself, worked with clients, worked on key initiatives, launched key initiatives. But you know, one of the pieces of advice she always gives other partners is constantly read and develop yourself. Which, when you've been a partner at a major firm, we kind of scoff at these things where we say, well, you know, I know everything I can about strategy. I don't have to learn anything more. I mean, I was a strategy partner. And the reality is that while I read a lot I do have that mentality at times. I'm not proud of it. I think we all have that mentality where we think, well, I know everything about strategy. What more am I going to learn about strategy? And then I remember sitting in a meeting once where my Chris was explaining what firm's consulting strategy should be. And I must be honest, it was a different way to think about the strategy of the organization. And then she was explaining how a client should think about their strategy. Again, you have to constantly develop yourself. Because while the payoff may not be in the next month, the payoff will be years from now. But if you don't start the development now, the payoff won't come in the future. And that's the way you have to do things. It's about playing the long game. Everyone hears this term, but they don't know what it means. The long game means the following. In the long game, you are willing to forego some benefit in the short term. And you're willing to take some pain in the short term even if the payoff is not guaranteed in the long term, and even if the payoff will only occur in the long term. 
Many of us don't think beyond six months. Let's be honest. We don't think beyond six months, maybe a year if we are lucky. How many of us, let's do this, right? You can put your hand up if you're in a subway, be careful. Don't touch anyone. Put your hand up if you play the long game where you are saying that I'm going to do certain things now. That means I'm probably not going to have the best life I could have now, but I see the payoff in 5, 10, 15 years in the future. My feeling is that 95% of us wouldn't put up our hands. I do play the long game. I don't play the long game as much as maybe some of the other partners like Chris, but I do play a very long game. In fact, those partners may argue that I even play a longer game than them, but it all depends on perspective. So my point is this. Your body is the hardware. Your thoughts are the software. Imagine you have the world's most sophisticated operating system. I think that may be the Apple operating system at this point, but it could be anything depending on when you're listening to this podcast since software changes so rapidly. Imagine you have the world's most sophisticated operating system, but you loaded the software onto a 1995 compact PC with using a floppy disk. Now, most of you listening to this may not know what a floppy disk is. I would Google it. A Google 1995 compact PC. I had one of those. They're not the best thing in the world. But the point I'm trying to make is if you have the world's most sophisticated operating system running on hardware that cannot handle the operating system, you don't achieve anything. The work cannot get done. The operating system overwhelms the hardware. Things overheat, things slow down, things may not load, things may hang. You've got to imagine your education as being the operating system and your body and the investments you make in yourself as the hardware. It doesn't matter if you have the most brilliant mind in the world if your body starts shutting down by 4 o'clock because you're so tired. It doesn't matter if you are able to come up with brilliant insights for only one hour of the day because of the rest of the time you don't eat well, you don't hydrate well, you don't rest well, you don't sleep well, you don't dress well, you don't feel good. And the reason why I bring this up in this study is because we are presenting as partners. Decisions we've made 10, 15 years ago are showing up today. There's a long lag before it shows through. If you want to change your life, you can do it. I always tell people in their 30s and 40s, let me tell you something. The way Western society teaches us is that we work really hard when we're young, from about 20 to 28, we get an education, then we work relatively hard to get to a relatively senior level in business, and then we brace for retirement. When you are 40, you do not brace for retirement. Medical technology is evolving at a rapid rate. We're all going to live a very long time. If you get married, you're going to be with the same person for a long time. Make it nice for both of you, and don't get old quickly. My point is, no matter what age you are, you're going to have 10 years ahead of you, 15, 30, 40, maybe 50 years ahead of you. I know people don't think in that way, but it will happen. It always happens. So even if you haven't made the right decisions, you can do it now. You can maybe join me. Maybe we'll do a group kind of thing and we can measure each other's progress. I don't know. Let me know if you like that idea and we can take it from there, right? But always think of your mind and your body as a operating system and hardware. You need a top-of-the-line operating system to run on a top-of-the-line hardware. 
Even if you have the best hardware system in the world, I use a MacBook Pro, for example, and I'm running a really horrible operating system, I can't get things done. It's like having the most well-taken-care-of body, but you haven't invested in your thoughts. It's, it's a balance. It's always a balance. You've got to invest in both. And that's why I mentioned this partner who I think gets the balance right. Better than most people that I've seen. And I always tell people that, you know, it's a good thing Chris works for firms consulting because we certainly wouldn't want it with competitors. So if you found this interesting, I'm going to summarize it for you very quickly and let you know that we have a lot more videos on this topic in the Corporate Strategy and Transformation Study Training Program available to firms consulting insiders. At least we will load them. I know we have the videos. They may not be loaded at this point in time, but certainly within the next few weeks or months. Remember that the way you take care of your body impacts the way you feel about yourself. The way you feel about yourself determines the signals you send to people. Let's say you feel you have bad skin, right? If you feel you have bad skin, you try to cover it up somewhere. You try to wear makeup and so on on it. By wearing a lot of makeup, you send a certain signal to your audience. If you feel that you have a horrible body, which I think most people feel, you wear bulky clothing, you wear loose-fitting clothing, which sends a signal to your audience. If you feel that you are not worthy of standing up and speaking because you don't look good, then you stand up, speak quickly, mumble something through and sit down, which sends a signal to your audience. Leadership is very largely determined by the signals you send to your audience. And those signals are to a large degree determined by the way you take care of your mind and your body. It's a lag effect. It shows up over time, but the good news is that it's never too late to start. Now, as I said, I have certain things I want to fix. I've mentioned my posture. I'm sure you have certain things. It's okay. Start wherever you want to start you will be surprised with the results. In one of the uh, future episodes, at some point, we'll have an interview with a lady called Wendy Suzuki, who is a practitioner and an academic, a very well-regarded scholar in terms of understanding and articulating how one's body determines the success. It's the same principle. You've got a hardware system and you've got a software system. So don't spend a fortune on education when basically the operating system is sitting on a dented, rusted, out-of-date hardware platform. No one wins in that model. Just remember this. There is nobody in the world who thinks they are perfect. Even if you walk into the office and you see the most handsome man or the most beautiful woman, I can assure you that they believe there's something wrong about themselves and they are doing something to compensate for it which is sending a negative signal to the market. So I don't want you to ever go around thinking, well, I wish I was like this person because no matter who you are, you always want to improve something. Your job is to figure out what that is you want to improve, figure out how you are behaving because of that, what signals you are sending, and then start that journey to build up from there. Of course, if you find this interesting, you can watch the more detailed videos we have. As always, I hope you found this useful. Remember that Everyone has development opportunities. You are not going to be worse off than him. It doesn't matter what you think your development opportunities are. You are not the worst person because it's all relative. There's always someone with more issues. It doesn't matter whether your issues are worse 
or better or heavier or lighter. It matters how you respond to those issues. You can have the most minor issue, but if you allow it to control your life, it becomes a major issue. And the good news or bad news, depends on how you want to look at it, you're always going to have issues. Yeah, maybe you'll end up looking so good that you start working longer hours and something else happens. The point is, don't strive for perfection. Strive to become better. That alone generates significant results. That's it for today's episode. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I enjoyed doing the episode. Finally, I want you to remember that the only way to get access to our special offers, the only way to get our special pricing, and the only way to get samples of our content is to join the list on firmsconsulting.com. It's the only way also to get access to our unique advanced content that we make available to insiders. So if you want to get a sneak peek of things, test it out, see what's in there, this is the place to go. And finally, I want to thank you again for making us one of the largest podcast channels around the world for careers and for the 2 million downloads and counting.